Portions of this program are pre-recorded. This is the Joe Pag Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. All right, glad to have you. Thanks. I appreciate you stopping by. There is a lot going on today. A couple of great interviews. It'll be Representative Nancy Mace from uh, District 1 in the great state of South Carolina. We talk about how she, she was questioning the Twitter, the former Twitter executives, about their collusion with then-federal government or the then-Biden administration. Even before that, the federal government through the DOJ, without Trump even knowing. Um, and uh, she did a great job with that. She also talks about the effects that she's gotten from taking these jabs, and she wished that she knew the truth before she took them. We'll get into that, plus the Chinese spy balloon that was shot down over or right over the Atlantic, just leaving South Carolina. We'll get into that as well. Plus, we've got uh, Riley Gaines on. She's the 12-time All-American swimmer from the University of Kentucky who had to swim against a guy, Leah Thomas. And, uh, boy, the stories that she tells. Honestly, if you've got daughters, if you're a woman, if you're a man who loves women, um, you're going to have big concerns about what was happening in the locker room uh, when it came to those swim meets as well. Lots going on today, as I said, on a Tuesday. (laughs) Let's go. Uh Uh-huh. Hi. Carrie, how's it going? Mm, it's just fun. How are you? Get it done. Making it happen. Polo's here as well. CJ's in for Sam. Getting it done. Good to see you, see? La da 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 dee 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 dee. Carrie, have you heard some of the stories that Raleigh Gaines tells about swimming against Leah Thomas? No, I haven't. have not. We had uh, this plan for about 15 minutes today. Ended up going like 35. So we'll do two Whoa. parts with uh, Riley. Uh, we'll do today and tomorrow. And uh, really a lot of information that we did not know about. Like the first time she even met this person was in the locker room. Not good. Hmm, I'm just going to yeah. put it out there. Not good. I think that you would be uncomfortable being in a locker room like that. I think many women would be uncomfortable being in a locker room like that. Because this wasn't somebody who had done anything to change his anatomy. He's going to put it out there. So that'll be hour number two. Make sure you stick around for that. Also, we've got uh, Nancy Mesa. Again, great job calling out the former Twitter executives over their collusion with the federal government and with the Department of Justice that was unfair and unconstitutional. We'll get into that as well. Uh, Joe Biden's still over in Ukraine, though. I, I, he might be in Poland now, to be honest. He is in Poland. But, uh, yeah. Okay, so he's floating around Europe, and he's saying things that just don't make sense to me. And I've got a bunch of Joe Biden sound bites, a couple of them where he just loses his place, which is kind of what he does. Um, we'll get into that in a second as well. But first, just give me an update on where he is. I know the Putin's saber, saber rattling and he's threatening all sorts of all out war and everything else. And the West actually started the war, he said, which, again, nobody's ever explained how that happened. But uh, what do you have on Biden's travels? Uh, From ABC News, in a forceful show of resolve, President Joe Biden addressed the world on Tuesday from Warsaw, Poland, just days ahead of the one-year mark of Russia's brutal invasion of Ukraine. I just just have to stop you. I'm sorry. You would, yeah. In a a forceful show of resolve? Is that what you said? Uh, That is what I said. (laughs) It sounds like you said a forceful show of resolve. I did. Let me ask you something. Is that is that a journalistic thing to do, to say that, do you think? Well, um, no. I mean, maybe I'm missing something. And there's a chance, I guess, that I'm missing something. But I'm a little confused why a journalistic outlet would say, in a forceful, in a forceful show of resolve, hmm. 
It seemed to be an opinion. I, I, uh, think that, I mean, I think that's yeah. pretty clear that's an opinion, no? Yeah. It is. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Please, please do continue. And one year ago, the world was bracing for the fall of Kiev. Biden said in nighttime remarks in front of the Polish presidential palace in a crowd of thousands. Well, I've just come from a visit to Kiev and I can report Kiev stands strong. Kiev stands proud. It stands tall. And most importantly, it stands free. When President Putin ordered his tanks to roll in Ukraine, he thought he, we would roll over. He was wrong. The Ukrainian people are too brave. America, Europe, a coalition of nations for the Atlantic to the Pacific, we were too unified. Democracy was too strong, Biden said, blasting the Russian president by name. President Putin is confronted with something today he didn't think was possible a year ago, he continued. The democracies of the world have grown stronger, not weaker, but the autocrats of the world have grown weaker and not stronger. Because in the moments of great upheaval and uncertainty, knowing what you stand for is most important, and knowing who stands with you makes all the difference. Appetites of the autocrat cannot be appeased. They must be opposed. Autocrats only understand one word, no, Biden said. No, no, no. You will not take my country. No, you will not take my freedom. No, you will not take my future. And Biden said Putin no longer doubts the strength of our coalition, but still doubts our conviction. He doubts our staying power. He doubts our continued support for Ukraine. He doubts whether NATO can remain unified. But there should be no doubt our support for Ukraine will not waver, he said. NATO will not be divided and we will not tire. Adding President Putin's craven lust for land and power will fail and the Ukrainian people's love for their country will prevail. Democracies in the world will stand guard over freedom today, tomorrow and forever. For that's what it's that's what's at stake here. Freedom. Okay, Uh, Carrie, quick question. Is Ukraine in NATO? No. Biden had a lot to say about NATO today. And what did he say? Give me that, that line about from the Atlantic to the Pacific or whatever, if you don't mind. Um, okay, let's see. Something about NATO and from the Atlantic to the Pacific or something like that. And uh, the way that he, ABC News reported it, he just said it very clearly. How did he say it? He doubts whether NATO can remain unified, but there should be no doubt our support for Ukraine will not waver, he said. NATO will not be divided and we will not tire. He specifically says the Atlantic and Pacific in there somewhere. Okay. Uh, the way it's reported by ABC News is like he's like a wordsmith. So I have the actual soundbite, which is kind of fun to listen to. Right. Uh, yeah. Sorry. There's a lot of, he said a lot. Um, Absolutely did. Okay. No pressure. Let me find it. We're not on the air yet. Just take your time. <laughs> okay. I found it. <laughs> when President Putin ordered his tanks to roll in Ukraine, he thought we would roll over. He was wrong. The Ukrainian people are too brave. America, Europe, a coalition of nations for the Atlantic to the Pacific. We were too unified. Democracy was too strong. Okay. Let me stop you there. I appreciate that. I appreciate you finding that. I think this is the soundbite where he actually says it. Would we respond or would we look the other way? Would we be strong? Would we be weak? Would we, you, we, would be, would we the, all of our allies, would be united or divided? I mean, that was, that was one of the fun ones. Um, I'm not sure what he's saying there. He loses his place. But this might be the Atlantic Pacific one. We build a coalition of nations from the Atlantic to the Pacific. NATO to the, and the Atlantic. Japan and the Pacific. I mean, across the across the world. <laughs> you know what I mean? The ABC News report is like he nailed it. You know what I mean? It's like, man, he just really just this flowed. The phrasing was amazing. In in reality, he got lost. He didn't know what he was saying, and then he just throws Japan out there for some reason, 
when he mentions the Pacific. Let me give it to you again because the way that AB, uh, Kerry maybe heard you wrong, but it sounded mm-hmm. like he he was like, "We're firm and we're strong. We weren't going to roll over from the Atlantic to the Pacific. Right. We're strong, and NATO NATO wins." And here's what he really said: "We build a coalition of nations from the Atlantic to the Pacific. NATO to the in the Atlantic, Japan and the Pacific. I mean, across the across the world." I mean, he had to do that because I don't think the Pacific is involved in the in NATO. NATO would be um, North Atlantic Treaty Organization. I don't. I don't know. I don't think that, that the Pacific Ocean is in the North Atlantic. Could be wrong about that. But again, um, Ukraine is not in NATO. He keeps talking about NATO like we're not going to back down because how dare you attack NATO? Ukraine is not in it. And I guess one of the promises was that Ukraine would not be in NATO. And then um, there was some talk about possibly, talk, I think Kamala Harris might have said, Ukraine should be in NATO. And no, that was not even being discussed. Some would say that sparked Putin to act like the, the idiot he is and roll into Ukraine because of the talk about putting Ukraine in NATO, which was promised, it would not be. But this entire thing, Biden's talking about NATO and Ukraine as if they're one and all. Now, Kerry, you just read that story. Didn't it, didn't it give you the feeling that he was talking like Ukraine was in NATO and we're going to defend Ukraine because of that? Um, well, it did sound like that, yes. Well, I'm going to give you some specific sound bites from the resident of the White House that makes you think he definitely thinks that Ukraine is in NATO, which it's not. And again, I don't know why we went from the Atlantic to the Pacific in NATO because that didn't happen. We build a coalition of nations from the Atlantic to the Pacific. NATO to the in the Atlantic, Japan and the Pacific. I mean, across the across the world. I mean, maybe the script said say NATO, the Atlantic, and even we were even getting help from our friends in the Pacific in Japan. But he just flubs the entire thing. Sound more right? Yeah, because Japan just announced they were going to give something like five billion dollars in aid to Ukraine. Okay. And that would make sense, but uh, Carrie doesn't say that. No, and, he does not. And in the ABC story, it made it sound like he just was fluid and lucid, and he just said it wonderfully. Uh, here's some more about NATO in Ukraine. All across my country, in big cities and small towns, Ukrainian flags fly from American homes. <laughs> that's, that's not true. <laughs> Nobody in my neighborhood is flying a Ukrainian flag. Are they, are they flying? I mean, look, I've seen Ukrainian flags here and there. Like, very sparingly. But he wants Poland to believe or, or Ukraine to believe that in our country they're just flying the Ukraine flag everywhere. Kara, is that happening? Uh, I haven't seen it in my neighborhood. Now, I know a lot of people did do that, certainly at the at the very beginning of all this. Yeah, they put the flag next um, to their name on Twitter and stuff. Yeah, but I, yeah. are there people flying Ukrainian flags on their homes? Uh, CJ, you're in, you're in Michigan. Are they flying Ukrainian flags in Michigan? I have not seen any. <laughs> just maybe, maybe Carrie, they could just be hiding them from us. Hmm. Everybody's so. got them except like we're the only ones that don't see them. Okay. But I he, he for some it, reason, but... wants them to believe that we're flying the Ukrainian flag. And again, no, no, I don't want a bunch of Ukrainians to die, and Russia should not be rolling into Ukraine. But it is not like you know, 350 million Americans are going, yeah, Ukraine, and here's the flag. It's not happening. Here's some more. When Russia invaded... It wasn't just Ukraine being tested. The whole world faced a test for the ages. Europe was being tested. 
America was being tested. NATO was being tested. All democracies are being tested. And the questions we face are as simple as they were profound. I don't think he said anything there. They were as simple. The questions we face were as simple as they were profound. I don't know who writes his crap, but if he read exactly what they wrote, it doesn't make any sense. But again, Russia was testing us, certainly, uh, because he knew that he couldn't do that under Trump, so he didn't even try it. As soon as Biden goes in, he tries it, and yet Biden's sending a bunch of our taxpayer dollars there to go fight Russia. But, I mean, we have failed the test so far. Russia's still in there a year later, and they're still killing people a year later. Just they're doing anything they want a year later. Here's another one. Our commitment is to the people of Ukraine and the future of Ukraine. Our commitment is to the people of Ukraine and the future of Ukraine, not to the people of East Palestine. Not to the people of, you know, in Michigan where they had another uh, train derailment. Where you've got food plants just blowing up and and going up in flames. Where you've got chickens not producing enough eggs for Americans. We're going to look out for Ukrainians and the Ukrainian people first. That's That's our focus. It's not, fo- it's not focused on crime running rampant, not focused on 7 million illegals coming across the border in just Biden's time in office. No, no, no. We're focused on Ukraine. The commitment of the United States to our NATO alliance in Article 5 is rock solid. And every member of NATO knows it. And Russia knows it as well. An attack against one is attack against all. It's a sacred oath sacred oath to defend every inch of NATO territory. I'm confused by that one. Ukraine's not NATO. Carrie, is Ukraine and NATO? Maybe they changed this since we've been on the air. Again, no, they are not. You're saying Ukraine not a part of NATO? No. So why does he do this big soliloquy about if you attack one of us, you attack all of us? And Article 5 basically says that if you attack one, you're attacking all. But again, Ukraine's not in NATO. Why even go there? What is he talking about? You think that was a matter of who, because Poland's in NATO. Is he telling Poland, don't worry, Russia's not going to attack you? Maybe. But he appears to be talking about Ukraine the whole day, isn't he? Uh, uh, that was my understanding, yes. He's talking about Ukraine. Not so yes, much I've Poland. got some more sound bites from your boy Joe Biden, the resident of the White House. I definitely want your comments on it as well. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. As he's saying this, the Department of Transportation still has not gone to East Palestine. Biden has not gone to East Palestine. The people there still haven't heard from the White House or didn't hear from the White House for the first two weeks, full two weeks. And he's in Poland talking about Article 5 and about how we're waving Ukrainian flags. Trust me when I say there are no Ukrainian flags waving in East Palestine today. They just want to know if they could drink the water and eat the food and breathe the air. Trust me when I say this weekend when another 30, 40, or 50 people are shot in Chicago, they won't be people flying the Ukrainian flag and wanting NATO to worry about Article 5. They want to know when the crime's going to stop in their neighborhood. But this is what you get. When you elect an idiot, you get an idiot. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. We're coming right back. Stay here. Joe Pags.
Hey, great to have you. Thanks. I appreciate you stopping by. 888-941-7247. 888-941-PAGS. Uh, give us a call now. Listen, maybe I'm off base here. Maybe everybody's flying their Ukrainian flag in the United States. Maybe everybody wants the president over there in Poland and Ukraine uh, faking um, missile sirens, walking around like he's Bobby Badass, and then saying things like, NATO, we've got to protect NATO, and NATO, 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 even though Ukraine's not in NATO. And maybe people want him to ignore East Palestine or the border or the food shortage or gas prices or fill-in-the-blank crime. Uh, maybe people don't want those things. Maybe I'm off base here. I'm willing to be wrong. Let, let me hear it. 888-941-7247, 888-941-PAGS. Um, I know that Doug Mastriano is going to uh, East Palestine. If he hasn't already, we'll probably have him on soon because uh, Doug's a good guy and I want to get an update from him. Um, I also know that uh, President Trump is going to go there tomorrow. Buttigieg hasn't gone yet. Biden hasn't gone. The aid was turned down at first, and then I got word that the aid was was agreed to once Trump said he was going to go. That's pretty lame. It's pretty lame. I mean, it's great for Trump to have forced that if, in fact, that's why they did it. But come on. 888-941-7247, 888-941-PAGS. Definitely want to hear from you. Let me tell you about Newsmax. I don't you heard about this. You probably did I've done some videos about it. I've talked about it on my show. AT&T DirecTV censorship of Newsmax is continuing. DirecTV continues to carry 22 liberal news channels, but they just canceled Newsmax with OAN, uh, OAN that is gone. Um, two conservative channels have been banned or taken down by DirecTV in just a year. Newsmax is the fourth highest rated cable news channel with great hosts like Greg Kelly, Chris Salcedo, uh, Rob Schmidt, Mike Huckabee, Greta Van Susteren, and more. Now millions of DirecTV subscribers can't watch them. Ted Cruz, Rand Paul, Mike Huckabee are all standing with Newsmax for free speech. Call DirecTV right now. Tell them you want Newsmax back on the air. Tell them you oppose censorship and want more voices, not less. Call toll-free 877-NEWSMAX. 877-NEWSMAX, they will connect you directly to DirecTV. If you support free speech, you can call 877-NEWSMAX. They'll tell you how you can help out. Uh, Dr. Ben Carson says our freedoms are in danger. Make your voice heard and make it heard right now. Get a hold of them, 877-NEWSMAX, 877-NEWSMAX, right now. Let me go to the phone lines. I appreciate you taking the time. James, what's going on? Hi. Hey. Hey. Joe Paggs. Yeah, man, what's happening? Oh, good to hear your voice. I listen to you all the time. Thank you. Look, I'm calling because I just think that the president, uh, buffoon's trip to Ukraine, it's just a photo op. It's a publicity, political publicity stunt. And, um, I feel sad for the people cheering for him because he is the reason his family and, you know, his weakness and how he pulled out of Afghanistan is why their country was invaded. I couldn't agree more. That, that showed the weakness that Putin wanted to see. You're exactly a hundred percent right. Without a doubt. I don't necessarily agree with a photo op for us here in America. I think this was a photo op because Biden, like Obama, thinks he's the president of the world. He's not, but he thinks he is, and he wants the, you know, Poland to clap for him and Ukraine to clap for him and, and uh, the, the, the NATO countries surrounding. Obama wanted that garbage, too. No, no. If he wants to do a photo op, he should show up in East Palestine. If he wants to do a photo op where the American people think that he's actually doing something, go to the border and actually visit one of these detention facilities. Or go to the border and actually see where people are coming across, not where they kept you safe from illegals coming across. So yes, photo op for the world, not a photo op for us. We're going to continue this, plus we've got an update on Pete Buttigieg. Is he going to go to East Palestine? 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Stay here. You're listening to Joe Pags. 